0: Shabbat Shalom and greetings to the 12 tribes scattered abroad. Greet one another in the chat, bless one another, and we are in Yeshayahu, Isaiah the 5th Hebrew Gospel, and chapter 6 today. So um, turn in your scriptures to chapter 6. Now, of course, there's many, many ways that we could go with chapter 6. I mean, I did think about it. I mean, Joshua last week we were speaking, and he brought up how um, you could you could look at it and you could take it in an allegory, a metaphoric way of of how you are to speak with a hot coal comes upon your your tongue, and then there is a change in your speech, and then we spoke about how. When you look in the book of Jasher, it speaks how Moshe, there was a hot coal that was put upon his lips, and that whole account and story. And then you go into, of course, the Brit Hadashah, and there was once the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, fell upon the people, that there were the tongues of fire, meaning when we get born again, there should be a change in our speech, a change in our character, because we come into the very presence, the throne room, if you will, of Yahuwah. I mean, there's a whole teaching on that that I could do. But then, there's a whole slew of material of talking about the dimensions first, second, third, going into the Elon Musk realm of the fourth dimension and NASA and then breaking into the fifth dimension and the whole dimensional element, which then you could get into vaccines and and um, programmable material and how there's going to be a whole humanity 2.0 and how they're going to be trying to breach into the dimensions using the occult realm rather than the holy realm that we see in Isaiah chapter 6. But then I have to be true to where Yahweh has me in my life. Because I believe it is for a specific purpose. I shared a few weeks ago about how I chose to to put myself in situations that press me because it develops my character. It, 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 it enables me to become more honed, more refined, and ready for all that Yahuwah has for me. My heart is for the next generation. My heart is for beneficiaries, because I have got my eyes set on the millennium and set on a whole generation that are gonna rule and reign as kings and priests with millennial freedom technology when the nations will be enslaved to Mystery Babylon in a commercial debt realm. I know it, I believe it. Yahoo has shown me the way and the remedy, so I'm gonna teach it from that worldview because I see a whole generation of children that are gonna be raised up free. How about this? What would you say if I approached you, mother and father, and I said to you, when your beautiful daughter turns 18, will you hand her over to me until she is 38? And everything that she does and everything that she earns in a commercial realm is mine. In fact, she's going to be a slave for a third of her life. What would you say to me? Would you let your children, would you agree to that? That a third of your children's lives is going to be in slavery. Would you agree to that? Well Matthew you're just talking nonsense because you know since the 13th amendment slavery's been abolished. Today's teaching is entitled decentralized energy. Operates in the energy field of the seraphim. Decentralized energy operates in the energy field Of the seraphim. I have something. That if you have. The ears to hear. Will change your. Descendants lives. To the third and fourth generation. And prepare them. For the millennium. I'm not messing around. This is powerful technology. That Yahweh is preparing for his saints. In the year that Melech. Uzi Yahu died, I saw Yahuwah sitting upon the keseh, the throne, high and lifted up, and the hem of his road filled the hekel, the temple. Now, chronologically, this is the first chapter of the scroll of Isaiah, describing his calling as a prophet, A vision in the year of King Uzziah's death, which was about 742 before the common era. As Solomon's temple had no throne. Right? Solomon's temple had no throne. Okay. Now, the order of the placements of the subjects in the Torah doesn't necessarily follow their sequence. And we've talked about that quite a lot when we've gone into the distinction between the Book of the Law and the Book of the Covenant. Now, King uzziahu died a prolonged death. Why? Because he attempted to inaugurate the Malchizedek priesthood essentially to steal the son position of which Isaiah prophesies. He essentially tried to steal the sun position of which Isaiah prophesied. Since he who is stricken with Tazaras, leprosy, is considered as dead, our text refers to him as having died. Because he is considered as dead. Although officially he was in power... For 52 years, he reigned actively only until the 27th year when he became afflicted with Tazaras leprosy. And afterward, he remained a recluse for the last 20 years of his life. And his son, Jotham, carried out his duties. Now, according to the rabbis, he was one of Judah's greatest kings. He was one of Judah's greatest kings. He was a righteous. His greatness went to his head. That's the problem. He started to believe that he was the promised Melchizedek. Meaning, yes, he was the king, but he also believed that he had the high priestly rights too. He believed that he was in that time where they were about to, they had inaugurated the book of the covenant, where a king could be a priest, and therefore he went into the hekel, the temple, to make an offering. And the other priests were like, No, you're the king. You can't come in here and make an offering. And he went in and he made a sacrifice, and offering. And at that moment, he was struck upon the forehead with leprosy and there was an earthquake. He went in and he raised the fire pan in hand and suddenly right then he was struck with a white spot of leprosy on his forehead. Now, Zechariah tells us in, in Zechariah chapter 14, verse 5, at that very moment, there was an earthquake. What have I just told you? I've just told you something that Isaiah is prophesying about a son. He's prophesying about a son position. And this son position is going to inaugurate the Melchizedek priesthood. Yet here we have a king who goes in believing that he has that son position. King and priest. He goes into the temple believing that he is the Malchizedek, and he is, offers an offering. He's struck with leprosy on his forehead and an earthquake happens at the same time. So we've got leprosy, sacrifices, priest and king and an earthquake any, can ringing any bells you've got the healing of lepers you've got the making of a sacrifice as king and priest with the accompanying earthquake this is the sign of what Colossians chapter two fourteen, the blotting out of handwriting of curses contained in ordinances that was against us which was contrary to us, he has taken it out of the way, nailing it to the tree. That's the work of the Malchizedek, of which this king was trying to perform, and it backfired on him. So when the true Malchizedek comes along, of which Isaiah prophesied, the sun position, at the moment of the inauguration of the Malchizedek priesthood, when he is sacrificed on the tree his sacrifice is accepted he's not struck with leprosy in fact he's healed lepers which is the sign of this king's sin he's healed lepers and the sign is the veil is rent and there's an earthquake this is everything that isaiah prophesied of which this king was premature now i'll have to also be wary and we spoke about this yesterday Of not being premature in what I reveal to you because if you were to implement some of the things that the technology prematurely you could end up in big trouble just as Ephraim left the wilderness 40 years early there's a time sometimes when you have to be patient. So I get excited about what Yahweh is revealing for the saints, and I can spew it out. And sometimes if you guys implement it half-arse, excuse my language, you could end up in trouble. So we got to figure out a way how we can do this as a society of the 12 tribes properly. So be patient with us here at Torah to the Tribes because this is millennial technology that we're going to be talking about today. Look at verse 2. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Holy is Yahuwah Sevot." The whole earth is full of his glory. Now, the spiritual level of the seraphs is directly below Yahuwah. Okay? So there is a level of holiness. And the spiritual level of the seraphs is directly below Yahuwah. Now, what Isaiah sees, he sees Yahuwah and identifies him with isaiah's sovereign servant category of the son directly under that of Yahweh and the, where the seraphs are this is the son category of which isaiah prophesies meaning when the son comes the emmanuel he's going to be right under the authority of the father and what did yahusha say i come to do my father's will He is greater than I am. They are one in purpose. There is a duality of powers, not persons. Which, of course, the church, you know, there's three persons. No, it's a duality of powers, not persons. There's the power of the Son, and there's the power of the Father, and the Son is sent in the Father's authority. This is the seraph category of the throne room that is being communicated here, and Isaiah sees it because he's been brought up into that realm. We are now in an energy realm. It's a decentralized energy realm that allows you to move to and from wherever you need to go immediately without restraint. It is true freedom because it is decentralized energy and to gain decentralized energy is millennium technology. Now these three levels of hierarchy constitute the highest levels. Later, after ministering as a prophet for more than 40 years, Isaiah ascends to the role of a seraph. So let's talk about ascension and energy you have to learn how to vibrate at a higher frequency. You ever like meet people and you're like, man, some low energy stuff right there. They just bring me down. Or you go somewhere geographically and you're like, oh, I don't like the energy in here. You can feel it. You can feel it, like I've shared many times. I went to Itza in Mexico, where they did all those human sacrifices thousands of years ago. You can still feel that energy. It's some demon energy. It's bad energy. I remember, after I got born again, going back to London and just feeling the energy there. Of the low, it's a low vibrational energy in certain districts. And then in others, it's higher vibrational energy. And then you can go to churches and feel a different vibrational energy because it's all frequency. So we have to learn how to vibrate at a higher frequency. Fear. Chaos. Anxiety. Hopelessness. Melancholy. Pessim... Oh, stop being so pessimistic. Discontentness. These are the lowest energy fields. Mastery of energy is intuition. You know when you just feel something? That's intuition, your consciousness, that's a master of energy. Being far-sighted, that's a higher energy. Being far-sighted, discerning, holy, wise, mastering emotion. That takes high frequency, high frequency emotion, low energy, mastering emotion, emotion, passions, high frequency, very high frequency, which is why they try to put fear on you, because then that is an emotional response that drops your energy. Now you've lost 20 points on your IQ, just like that. You can't think, you can't respond. Put you in a fear state, low energy. we got a no emotion, doesn't matter. You put yourself in stressor situations to become used to it, to become associated with the energy of when it's coming on you. So then it, you get used to it, so then you can climb to that higher frequency when then you get more insight and revelation and you can now discern what is happening and be able to then vibrate even higher now this takes a conscious effort to attain and maintain the seraph's wings or veils consist of energy fields that enable them to move or conceal themselves at will at will excuse me like a cloaking device. Like a cloaking device. Wouldn't you have liked a cloaking device during COVID? Man, I sure would have liked a cloaking device. I mean, I'm not talking masking. I'm talking cloaking. Leave me the hell alone. Just leave me alone. I don't care. You want to wear a full dive suit? You want to you, you wanna wear a full dive suit? Bless you. Bless you. Just leave me the hell alone. I have full confidence in my creator and the immune system that he has given me. I'm not afraid. But if you are afraid, that's on you. Stay away from me. I don't care. I don't want to be around you anyway. I mean, really. I would have been much better off, though, not saying any of that stuff and just having a cloaking device. Okay? But I tend to stick out. I don't know why that is. So, decentralize your energy and operate in the energy field of the seraphim. That's what I want to talk about today. To attain the wisdom of a seraph in this realm is to comprehend energy. We must, in this life learn how to decentralize our commercial energy. We're being offered a chance at redemption. We are being offered right now a chance at redemption for our descendants. Torah to the tribe's task is not to steal an idea, but to plant one. horror to the tribe's task is not to steal an idea, but to plant one. If you have a social security number or a tax identification number, you work for a massive centralized energy company. Now, over here, it's called the United States Corporation. In your land, it is the member corporation of the IMF. If your country is a member of the IMF, then you are also working for a massive, centralized energy corporation. You've got to understand that, because I'm going to teach you the millennial technology to break you free. Maybe not now, maybe not today, but it's to plant the idea for your beneficiaries. Otherwise, you won't have any. It'll be gone. It'll be gone so fast. You'll still be warm in the ground and it'll be gone. If your country is a member of the IMF, then it is a massive centralized energy company also that oversees the world's bankruptcy. They all operate in a territorial jurisdiction that uses invisible contract tentacles to connect you into their energy grid. This is where the whole Matrix movie came from. They use invisible contracts as tentacles, wires, to connect you into the centralized energy grid from birth from birth. Any incorporated municipality, county, state, country is a corporation, and if that country is an IMF member, then it is a subsidiary of Mystery Babylon Inc. We are being given an opportunity to stay on board this ship upon the seas of commercial chaos or freeing ourselves from commercial debt restraints and worldwide subjugation. This is massive. Understand the energy of the seraph. It's an energy field of freedom. And the posts, verse 4, and the posts of the door shook at the voice of him that cried, And the house was filled with smoke, shaking to its foundations at the seraph's cosmic energy. This is a seraph that has decentralized energy. And with decentralized energy, you can shake Mystery Babylon to the core that in an hour, when enough of you become decentralized, she goes down. And we move into the millennium and your descendants, your beneficiaries will now rule and reign as kings and priests. This is what's going to happen. Now Moshe demonstrated that power. Elijah demonstrated that power. Peter demonstrated that. Philip, excuse me, demonstrated that power. Right? He was transported. Excuse me? Quantum teleportation. Quantum teleportation. High frequency decentralized energy. This cannot just be a spiritual concept. It's natural and then it connects with the spiritual. You cannot attain the spiritual if you are still connected to the centralized energy network this is the seraph's decentralized energy and this is key these are the power of the elements of this world and the prophets moshe elijah peter and some of those characters in the bible that are so true they tapped into this energy because it was decentralized listen i'm getting a wee bit glum With teaching spiritual concepts to people who continue to exist and want to exist in a centralized energy field it kind of makes me bummed out I mean you can get all highfalutin and spiritual but if you're still in the natural then what good does it do you you're still in chains you can't attain the spiritual whilst you are fully plugged into a centralized energy grid that has enslaved your hive mind. Look at verse 5. Then I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips. You know anything, doesn't matter anything you say or do, it will be used against you. Be quiet. Shut up. I just spoke to a guy this week, had an issue with CPS. I said, did you let him in your house? Well, yeah. OK. There you go. I said, at this point, just close the account. Go along with it. It's just an account. Just get it closed. Because you've already contracted now. You've got a contract going. Just close the contract. I said, if you rise up and start doing something now, it's just going to get into a mess. Just be polite. Do what you need to do. Just get the account closed. Once that accounts are closed, if you get a new offer, you come and get me. You can contact me but I can't get involved in something that's already imme- just close the account we're just de- this is all just commercial it's just an offer it's just an account and you close the account and then you move on the problem is we are all living with open accounts and I'm going to get into that in a minute Because then I said, woe is me, I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips. And I live in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the king. He was physically impaired, struck dumb, as often when a soul encounters the truth and has seen the king. To see the king, you must know the king, right? To see the king, you must know the king. Then you must believe that you are operating as a king. And you won't have unclean lips if you always go about as a king. Asking. You ask questions for conscience sake. Instead of making claims and statements... As a king, you're asking because you're trying to protect your queen that is the one that is producing your beneficiaries for the third and fourth generation. But we have been taught to be a people of unclean lips. Blah, blah. Oh, I'm going to put my whole life on Facebook. I'm going to put my whole life on Instagram. You're just testifying against yourself every time you've got yourself in the public. I choose to do this publicly, but the technology that I'm talking about, that's private. Verse 6. Then flew one of the seraphim to me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth, and he said, See, this has touched your lips, and now your iniquity is taken away from you. Your sin is purged. Fear Yahweh, and he will unveil you and you can then seek to attain decentralized energy for your life and the life of your descendants. You see, the burning ember signifies Isaiah who has attained a purified and sanctified state and now Isaiah is deemed as holy because of that. The opening of the mouth rite implies the access to the seraphs decentralized energy field. So we need to look at the opening of the mouth act. Because like I say, we've been trained up by the public school system to be a people of unclean lips. Blah, 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 anything you say, doesn't matter. Anything you say, not maybe, will. Not maybe, not if, it will be used against you. So don't be unclean lips. You have to attain the mouth right, which will then allow you, as a king, to become decentralized in your energy. It's physical first and then spiritual. One is impossible to precede the other. If you think it has a distraction in the field, fakery, then you can become enmeshed in that centralized energy field. It's all fakery. And this becomes evident because Isaiah gets healed. He gets healed in the decentralized energy field. That's the healing of the tree for the 12 tribes and the leaves that's spoken of in Revelation. Is that a centralized and No, it's a decentralized energy tree that brings healing to the nations through its leaves. We'll get there later. Look at verse 8. Also, I heard the voice of Yahweh saying, Whom shall I send and whom will go for us? Then I said, Hina'i, send me. And he said, Go and tell this people, You hear indeed, but understand nothing. And you see indeed, but perceive nothing. I mean, what I'm laying down today, I've, some will be hearing nothing and perceiving nothing. Some will. So uh, be patient. And that's not to, to put anybody down because it does take a time. So just get a little bit, glean a little bit. The heart of these peoples are darkened and their ears are heavy and their eyes are closed. So they Cannot see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and make repentance to be forgiven and healed. Then said I, Yahweh, how long? How long? Are we going to stay plugged in to this centralized energy and not be able to ascend into the decentralized system that Isaiah is in? He's seeing the glory of the seraphim. He's in the throne room. There is a vibrational frequency and they are moving around wherever they want. And he's like, how come I can attain it? how long before the people can attain it but they can't because they won't even be able to perceive what you're saying because they can't their ears are stopped up their hearts are hard they're just going like this they can't keep their mind focused and they're so full of fear that they're all low energy people it's all low energy lots of soy lots of soy you know lots of soy okay Then said I, how long? And he answered, until the cities be wasted without inhabitants and the houses without a man and the land be utterly desolate. Verse 12, and Yahweh has removed men far away and there being a great forsaking in the midst of the land. Then said I, Yahuwah, verse 11, how long? You see, our whole lives are spent trying to find a way to pay our debt so we can be with our children, right? How many of you spend so many hours away from your family because you're trying to pay your debt so you can be with your children? How many hours? Your grandchildren. You're trying to leave something, right? To the next generation, aren't you? Trying to establish something for your son. The only way back home meaning to the fourth generation, is to settle. Listen, the only way to connect four generations deep, you might not be here, but the only way to connect four generations deep is to settle and close all claims against your honorable family name, your estate settle and pay our debts. But we have no way to pay these debts because we cannot resolve the charges against us in the public. You can't resolve it in the public. The account is never closed in the public. It's impossible to close the account. only exists because it is an open account. It's an open account that you're released from your prison and put on probation for nine months until you come back and you're imprisoned again for three months and then you're let out for nine months and that happens to you your whole life And you allow it to happen to all of your generations. I'll explain. We have no way to pay these debts because we cannot resolve the charges in the public. Thus, we are all compelled to go to work for the Centralized Energy Corporation, United States or whatever corporation your corporate ID ties you into. But I guarantee you it's an IMF country. It's a foreign jurisdiction because you are the man from the dust of the earth. You're supposed to be on the land, not in the land. You're supposed to be the man of the land, the man of the dust. That's a foreign jurisdiction. We are taught to work for free. That's slavery, isn't it? Isn't it? We are taught to work for free from January 1st until April 15th you work for free from January 1st till April 15th each year that's a roughly 30% tax rate okay You've got to think about all the other taxes, right? Your, Your property taxes, sales taxes, gas taxes. So you're working for free from January 1st to April 15th every single year. Why do you think April 15th is tax day? They're mocking us. We get released on probation for the other nine months, But you and your descendants will return every single year for the rest of your generations because you continue to keep your accounts open. You cannot close your accounts in the public. You can only defer them. They are never closed. You can defer them until the next April 15th. And if you don't do what you're supposed to do, you're going to prison. That's the stick. That's the stick. But we'd rather give you the carrot. The carrot is all the benefits and privileges we're gonna give you. So you can contract with us. In the public your accounts are always open. You cannot close your accounts. You have a revolving slaver account that you can leave open for your descendants to deal with and they will have to deal with it. Do you think that's right? Do you think that's honorable to your descendants? Do you think that's right to leave them with that? Because you have the power, if you want it, to close your family account honorably and free your generations if you come into an energy field of the seraph. That's a powerful energy field. That's millennium technology. We are all slaves only to be put on probation, just to return in January the next year for lockup. A closed account differs because a closed account is an account in which no further additions can be made on either side of the ledger, which remains still open for adjustment and set off. Now, I never watched it, but apparently, you know, I know some people that did watch the Harry Potter series and they told you in that Harry Potter, which is a cult demonic magic, that we open at the close. Meaning if you close your account, it remains open for adjustment and set off. We open at the close. We open at the close. Because at the closed account is where the window opens into the decentralized energy field of the seraphim which is a third and fourth generational blessing. The window opens where you can make adjustment and set off a curve through the seraph energy exemption. It's a seraph energy exemption. It's always been there. And some of you will go, oh, but Matthew, you you don't realize... (laughs) But slavery was abolished in 1865 with the 13th Amendment. They ratified the 13th Amendment. You don't know anything. No, read it. Read it. You want me to read it? Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall list within the United States or any place to their jurisdiction. Did you catch it? Did you get it? Did you hear it? Did you see it? Did you get it? It's called the exemption clause. Why do you think such a disproportionate amount of blacks are locked up? It's a five to one ratio. That's crazy land. Because of the profits of unpaid or underpaid labor and energy. Have you ever heard of convict leasing? This is where prisoners are leased to corporations to work for them. Cities, counties, states. You see them on the side of the road often when you're driving along, don't you? Municipalities make money doing this, but prisoners don't. In fact, decades after the Civil War and the alleged abolishment of slavery, Black prisoners found themselves living and working on plantations against their will with no pay. How? I just read it to you. The exemption clause. Voluntary slavery is permitted. They got together and they say you can call it anything you want, but just don't call it slavery. You can give it any other name you want, but they've got a volunteer for it. There's the carrot. And you can call them anything but slaves. Offer the lemmings, the carrot, and the stick. The stick of the IRS, the stick of the judicial system, and the carrot of all the benefits and privileges, and they'll volunteer for it. They'll do it. They'll volunteer for it, And you call them anything but a slave. Dear taxpayer. Person. Employee. Resident. Citizen. Driver. Parent. Minor. Insured. Juror. Respondent. Plaintiff. Defendant. Probation. Anything but slave. And they'll volunteer for it. And then... We've got them in our centralized energy grid. They're slaves. And their children will be. And we'll have them from January 1st to April 15th. Everything they earn is ours. Then we let them out on probation for nine months. They can defer it, and that that account will never close. It will never close. You know what? Even if they become successful, and they buy, they think they're gonna buy their house, we'll show them, they'll still pay us. Hang on a minute, I I mean, I don't have a mortgage, you own the, what? No, you don't. If you did, you'd have what's called a Lodial title, but you don't have it, do you? Well, your descendants, your, your forefathers did two generations ago, why don't you? Because your forefathers were in a decentralized, energy system. But you're not. And you didn't see it. It's everywhere. Let me explain using an allegory. It might kind of help you, okay? What if I told you that you had the capacity to access the centralized energy field and to erase any charges, debts, commercial crimes, criminal crimes, because all crimes are commercial in nature, in this centralized power grid. Only then can you get home to America, the dust, the land of the soil, or the republic, or whatever the land realm is in your location, okay? And I'll explain this through an allegory. There is this giant energy corporation. Imagine, okay, this giant energy corporation. And it represents Mystery Babylon's control over commerce. Okay? Or all commercial energy. Mystery Babylon is a trust separating beneficiaries. Mystery Babylon is a trust separating beneficiaries. We the people, it separates us from our freedom and access to our estates. The wealth the people have created by our commercial energy is always signified by your signature. When you went to get a mortgage, and say you got a $500,000 mortgage, Did $500,000 appear in your bank account? No. Did the bank go and borrow it from other people? Well, no, that's illegal. They can't do that. So where your signature represents all of your labor and energy of the future that you put down and they did ledgering, money of ledgering or money of account, your signature created the money because there is no money. Okay, so Mystery Babylon is that centralized commercial energy system. The people are the beneficiaries of Mystery Babylon's control trust who do not yet have the knowledge or freedom to access their estate, or their liberty, or their offspring. Does that make sense? Hang on, I've got some problems here. So the system of Mystery Babylon is using civil and criminal charges, which are all commercial in nature, under the powers of Article 1, Section 8, Clause 3, which is called the Commerce Clause. Everything's commercial. Somebody gets busted for marijuana, that's a commercial crime, and they get you under Article 1, Section 8, Clause 3, the Commerce Clause, under what's called the Law Merchant, which is International Admiralty and Maritime. To bring a debt account against us which we cannot pay so that they can extract your labor and energy and put it into the centralized commercial energy grid through an adhesion contract, which is the tentacles. This is the whole premise of the Matrix movie. They're showing you. They're showing you what they're doing. It's right there before you. Because they're trying to prevent you from accessing the realm of the seraphim, which is freedom of energy and to associate with your children. The controlling of your future for your beneficiaries three and four deep. A certified child is a dead thing. You do realize that, right? A certified child is a dead thing which exists only in the public realm of fiction. We can get this release from debt and the public Mystery Babylon Trust controlling us if we are successful in compelling Mystery Babylon the trustee to decentralize our estate from the centralized control of our commercial energy. I'm going to have a drink. You must master your energy to gain the wisdom to compel them to surrender their control over your family estate and discharge the commercial energy on your behalf. Then, when, then you shall be free and able to come out of her, my people, and rule and reign in the millennium. Because this is millennium technologies, all about becoming decentralized in your commercial energy. So that your beneficiaries can rule and reign over the nations. Because the nations are going to still be in the centralized commercial energy, which is going to be a low frequency field. Whereas the decentralized energy that you can get your beneficiaries into, your name, clear your family name by closing your account for adjustment and set-off, accessing your beneficiary energy line, you will vibrate at the seraph frequency. That is the millennium technology. And those in the nations that are plugged into the centralized system operating at a lower frequency, you at the higher frequency, because it's decentralized energy, you are the beneficiaries, 100% of your labor, 100% beneficiaries of your own labor, and your children too, free, you will control all of the technology, high-frequency technology and you'll be able to shut it off. And if they won't get any water, then they come up to, unless they come up to the feasts. This is what it's leading into. This is all seraphim energy level. It's all commercial in nature. It's all commerce. Everything's commercial. You don't think about when they come up to the feasts. You don't think the feasts were commercial in nature? Yes, they were commercial. But it was at a seraphim energy level of freedom, not commercial slavery, which is centralized. Yahoo is not for that. Yahuwah has always been into commerce. Freedom. But a man who doesn't work isn't worthy, right? It's worse than a sinner. But it's freedom, being free. I must decentralize my energy from that giant energy corporation. Well, that's what the whole movie of, of The Matrix is about, right? Your estate is in the giant energy corporation. And decentralization means to return control back to you and your descendants for millennium rule and reign. It's that simple. I must decentralize my energy. Close all accounts on my family name. Close all accounts on my family estate so my house will be established, ready for the millennium rule or reign. Or should I want my child to work from January 1st in slavery to April 15th, and then when he has a child for his child. So what we're saying is basically from 18 to 38, they're in prison. A third of your commercial life, you're in slavery. How is that freedom? That's crazy land. That's called a centralized energy grid. That's low energy. Now, you'll be noticed as we come into these next few months, before April 15th, there'll be a lot of fear. A lot of be- They'll put a lot of fear out there. That's the stick. That's low energy, low energy. And a lot of people will be, oh, my goodness, I, you know. It's that whole low energy field. We go to the trustees and we request they discharge the equity in our estates so we can get back our asset currency. The Antichrist will promise to do for you that which only you must do for yourself, to break up the giant energy corporation and decentralize control of the world's energy market and access your estate. No one can do it for you or your generations. Only you can discharge your slavery and decentralize your energy and ascend into the Seraphim's energy field. I mean, think about it. Do you want to be united with your children and your children's energy and set free? I do. What about your grandchildren? And you're great. Do you want to be united with their energy and set free? Well, then you have to go into a decentralized energy world of commerce. It has to be. Otherwise, you're just going to keep this going for generations. With an open account. Never ever closing it. Just deferring it until the next year. Just deferring it till the next year. Just deferring it to the next year. We are commanded to come out of her, my people, and the only way to do that is to compel Mystery Babylon to surrender their control over your estate. Then, when, then you will be free. This is your window now to act because if you do bring equity to your name, then your estate will be free and you'll be the heir and the beneficiary to all that Yahuwah has for you for the millennium and millennial technology will be in your hands. But beware, if you start this process, you will encounter the shade. The shade is something that blocks the light or the truth. You can call him the blocker, if you will. Only the seraph spirit has the power to convince the trustees and the agents for Mystery Babylon in their Mystery Babylon Trust that the petitioner is entitled to release from this centralized trust and administer his or her own estate. Be the beneficiary of your own labor and energy. We're supposed to be the creditors who charge and take charge of our freedom. But you know what? There's a lot of you, like I've read, and you'll be like, I don't get a word he said. So you know what? I get it. Because we've been so trained. So if you didn't get anything I said, it's okay. Because you've already been put on notice. Just go watch the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. It just explains it all. What's it called? Inception? They just lay it all out for you. It's a guy who's got a bunch of charges on him that's in a foreign land, that can't get back to his beneficiaries, his children, unless he goes in. (laughs) Anyway, watch the movie if you didn't get Isaiah chapter 6. Because you've been put on notice. So it doesn't matter if you walk past the notice and pay no attention. They're just telling you in that movie, you are volunteering to plug in through all of your adhesion contracts for the rest of your life and your descendants' lives, that you'll have no beneficiaries, because we'll take it all because you are part of the agreement to plug into a low-energy field full of fear, full of mayhem. Oh, my goodness! The Chinese are floating a balloon in the air! Who gives a rip? Do you really think that's the news? That's That's the distraction. That's the carrot. That's the carrot. The stick's coming. It's nonsense. It's fear. It's all low energy. Low energy. Because you can plug into their centralized energy system. But if you really want to get back to your children, you have to be decentralized. Man, it's tough. Think about long time we spoke about it. Force time and end time. To move into the arena of these seraphim or these burning ones, in these last days, we have to learn to veil ourselves. And this is what I have to be a little bit more cautious about. We have to be the gray man living in the private, concealing our location, remove our name off everything in the public. We need to fly about. We need to move unrestricted in our newly decentralized energy. We need to be able to travel freely. Look at verse 13. But yet it shall be a tenth and they shall return. Only a tenth? But yet it shall be a tenth and they shall return and shall be eaten as a pistachio tree and as an oak tree whose stump remains after they cast their leaves. So the holy seed shall be the stump. The holy offspring meaning shall be left standing. That's a tenth of a tenth. That's the only ones that are gonna break free from that centralized energy grid. The holy offspring left standing, a tenth of a tenth, compares to the pistachio or oak that can renew itself when it's cut down. And the one who fells the tree in our story, of course, is the king of Assyria. And Yahweh uses the king of Assyria as an ax and as a saw and he will use mystery babylon as the axe and the saw and that's exactly what he's doing there will be a tenth of a tenth who will redeem themselves from the centralized energy of mystery babylon and be able to continually renew themselves and their generations throughout the millennium because they will have accessed a d de- centralized energy field. They will have attained their estate able to discharge any charge and renew themselves and their posterity forever. That's long time, force time, end time. Unrestricted in our newly decentralized energy field. Let yourself be cut down, that's okay let yourself be cut down then when then you can renew yourself I have to allow myself to be cut down I accept the acts of my enemies because then I get to behold the 12 manner of fruits and the leaves for the healing of my descendants because like a pistachio tree I can regrow myself stronger when I accept the charge I'm able to discharge just as frequency brings you to higher energy. If you didn't get anything I said, just watch the movie. You might enjoy it with some popcorn. There's a giant centralized energy corporation and then there's a decentralized energy corporation. You've all got a charge on you, a crime and you can't get back to your children unless you do this deed. Think about it. It's a lot to meditate on. In the meantime, pay the man his taxes, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, and render unto Yahuwah's what is Yahweh's. Take it out of your pocket and look whose name's on it. Therefore you need to render unto them what they need, otherwise you will end up on the chain gang. <laughs> so this is not legal advice. This is a Bible teaching. <laughs> Shabbat Shalom. Think about it. Energy. Seraphim. Isaiah was operating in a higher frequency. If you don't get anything from this teaching, get this. Avoid the low energy of a fear and all of the propaganda and elevate your energy field by holiness sanctification, reading the word of Yahweh, prayer, and speaking fruitful, fruitful things from your mouth. We, we have a duty. Our duty is to come in honor, to stay in honor, and to leave in honor. And if we do that, that is a high energy frequency. And if that's all you get out of the teaching, then that is a good thing because that's what I try to do and start every day. Do I succeed every day? No, but I want to attain that. And the rest, you can add to it as time comes by. But do think about these things because I believe this is millennium technology. I see the way and I'm looking forward to it when I see the young children. I'm seeing how to establish them. You have to take your name and place it in a glove and then you interface with that glove with Mystery Babylon. But you never want to interface yourself with Mystery Babylon. You use a glove. We can teach you what the gloves are and you can put them here, there and everywhere. And that is the realm of a higher level of vibration. Because then you're not afraid anymore of anything. That's freedom. Baruch Hashem Yahweh Shabbat Shalom.